0: Auf today everyone. Welcome to another episode of Hearthstone Deck Tech. And today we aren't talking about a deck. Uh, Instead, we are going to be talking about success and how to measure success. And this comes on the heels of a recent Blizzard announcement. Um, They put out a newsletter called In the Works. I think that's what it was called. And the community is like in uproar. Well, maybe not uproar, but everybody is kind of talking about it. I don't really want to reiterate a lot of what has already been said about it, but some of the main changes are no real nerfs to cards, Giggling Inventor not changed. Um, there's no tournament format in the near future for the game. Like that's something that they've put on the back burner for now. Um, they haven't really shown any support for the wild format, no nerfs to the wild format. So you can make your own kinds of conclusions based on a lot of those things. Um, But everyone seems to have had an opinion over the past week about this. One podcast I listened to, uh, it was by the folks at Coin Concede. It was actually a really, really good podcast, which helped me come up with the idea idea that we're going to talk about today. A pretty much ridiculous hat made a good point about um, the direction that the game, the producers, developers of Hearthstone are taking. Like, is the game meant to... Uh, B, for the every, the very competitive player who spends 40 hours a month trying to hit Legend? Um, Or is it slowly gearing towards a certain kind of thing? And I don't want to paraphrase anything that he said, per se, because I don't want to put words into his mouth. But he was basically saying, like, you know, they're kind of making it, they don't want it to take up all of your game time, you know. Instead of putting 40 hours, maybe you spend 10 to 20 hours or 15 hours towards the game. And you use that other time to do something else. Because now, if you're going to put in those significant amount of hours, maybe you're not getting the value back uh, as a reward. You know what I mean? So that with the rank floors and the difference in the game, it's not like previously where you started every season at rank 16 and you had to grind all the way down to legend. So that grind has significantly de- uh, decreased. Uh, now you start at rank five floor or whatever it may be, right? So for some players, you know, this nothing has changed for them. You know, the, it's easy. They can still go from 16 to legend or rank five to legend in, you know, 10 hours or eight hours or whatever, sm- you know, small ample amount of time to get there. Uh, but for a lot of players... Who've seen success at Legend? Maybe they don't hit Legend in that smaller time frame. Maybe they still need the thirty to forty hours, or maybe they don't hit Legend anymore. Right? Um, and I, I know how that. I know how all of those things feel because I've done all of those. I've been in all those. All of those different situations. Um, so the game has definitely changed. Um, and and listening to that podcast, it, it it made me think. Well, you know, how do I measure success? Su- success. What. 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 You know, what has changed in my experience of the game? Am I, am I happy, content with where I am as a player? Do I feel like I'm improving? Um, am I having fun playing the game? There are, different, there are a bunch of different questions I've asked myself. And, you know, a week ago, I was pretty disappointed. I was pretty disappointed with uh, uh, how well I've played the season and where I was in terms of rank. Um, I you know, the last podcast, I think we touched a little bit on my uh, my record with Togwaggle Druid. And since that podcast, I have logged 24 hours almost 25 hours playing Togwaggle. I have amassed a record of 83 and 64, which is 56 percent, right? And I played two deck lists one deck list I did really well 34 and 20, and the other deck list is closer to 500, right? 47 and 43. Now, Last week, I was feeling like shit because, you know, I was like, man, I've been playing only this deck for a month, and I'm sitting at 200 games, almost 200 some games, and I'm at 50%, right? But now, just opening up my stat tracker, I realized that, you know, Ken, you haven't played 200 games. You've played 150 games, and you're at 57%, and at the end of the day, does that bother you? Like, what was your goal? And that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. And I'll use my experience a little bit to kind of give you an example and uh, some sort of uh, analogy to kind of get these points across, right? So with measuring success, the first thing is you got to discover your values. You have to determine what it is that's important to you in whatever, in whatever it is you're trying to achieve, whether it be a hearthstone or real life or financially or with your health, whatever it is, what is important to you? What is your value? And what is your metric? And how are you going to measure this particular metric to determine uh, whether or not you are successful? And why? Why are you choosing that metric, right? So are you playing Hearthstone? Because it's fun. And how how are you going to measure the amount of fun you have? Are you trying to uh, is improvement your goal. Like, do you want to get better at performing a deck? My main goal this month was to learn how to play tagwaggle Druid better. Um, and my metric was my win rate, you know, which maybe was my, f- which, which was, a, th- there's nothing wrong with choosing win rate as a metric, um, especially if you suck at a deck, it's presumably you will have a bad win rate. Right, especially a deck like Togwagg, which got a lot of nuance, right? But you would expect that as you improve over time, your win rate will improve. And I think this was where the flaw was and what I was thinking because I was I started off the season 17 and 2. So it, you know, anything past there, anytime I had a losing streak, I've already instilled in myself this feeling of failure that wow. You know, I had a, I had this remarkable win rate to start the season, and now I'm slowly getting to fifty percent. At one point, with one deck list, I went below fifty percent um, before catching back up. But uh, it's important to to find whatever whatever it is that you want to track, like how you're going to measure this value, and make sure you know what that is and and what the criteria it is for you to achieve that success, right? And it's also important to not base it on other people, okay? Um, And this is one thing, it's okay, this is going to connect to the next point, so we might as well just go straight into it. Uh, The next point is comparing yourself only to yourself, all right? And what I mean by that is you shouldn't use another person as the point at which you measure your success. Like it's easy to pick somebody and use him as a benchmark to judge where you're at. But that is not necessarily accurate in determining whether you're successful. You know, for me, for a recreational player, I don't need to judge. I don't need to like compare myself to Sipiwi, Right who's like a top legend finisher every month and, you know, compare my win rate to his win rate, right? That wouldn't be fair or realistic. You know, I would just be setting myself up to failure. Instead, I should just be the best best version of myself that I can be, right? So I presumably, presumably had maybe a sub 40%, maybe 45% win rate with Togwaggle prior to being coached, prior to spending this month, on the season, uh, learning the deck. And now, you know, I'm playing the deck relatively well, 57%. Um, uh, so even though, which, and you know, if I look at 57% and then compare it to, uh, you know, what the deck lists typically do over the course of time and like 52%, 53%, I'm well in line with, uh, with that medium. Right now, the tricky thing can be, you know, using that benchmark, like seeing like someone like, uh, you know, the uh, what is his name? The guy from Top Deck Kings. Um, gosh, sorry, I can't think of his name right now. But you know, using another player as that benchmark and saying, "Man, you know, this guy hit legend in a hundred games from rank five, or or at the start of the scene, and it only took him like a 100, 150 games, and here I'm at hundred. Well, I'm at one hundred fifty games now, and I'm at rank two, and I haven't hit it yet. And month's almost over." Um, you know, it's, it's easy to get discouraged and and trick yourself by looking at someone else and, and seeing where they're at and where you're at and telling yourself you're not successful. We do this in life all the time. You know, like a man, here's a guy who I graduated with in high school. Now he's making six figures. He works at a bank, you know, he's doing this. I graduated. I went to school for so many years and, and look at me, I'm making half that and struggling to go paycheck to paycheck. I have no retirement, you know, whatever it is, whatever your situation is. But the reality is you can't compare yourself to that. You need to think about what you already have in your life. You know, are you married? Are you happy? You know, are you able to put food on the table? Are you able to uh, uh, feed your family? Like you need to determine those values way before you get caught up in the competition of comparing yourself with somebody else. We always do that. And the reality is you just got to be better than you were. You know, and I think everyone needs to just strive to always improve. Just be a better person. Be better than you, you know. And, like, in the game, I know I'm improving regardless, right? Like, I I hold myself to a pretty high standard myself, like, you know. And, of course, you know, if I don't hit legend or whatever at the end of the season, I'm going to be like, damn, Ken, what is going on? How did I, you know, what is wrong with you that you did not hit legend? Like, how is, you know. You've hit legends so many times before. How, how how come you're not doing it now? You know, especially with, when you focus primarily on this one deck, you know? And and there's, you know, there's there's a reality there. Like, obviously, I'm not a 70% win rate player with Togwaggle Druid, you know? Clearly, I know that now. But have I failed or did I succeed? You know, I wanted to learn the deck better, and I've learned it better, right? I probably, my win rate now is probably way better, and I've played a bunch of games, You know, and I've learned a lot of things, right? Um, The next point is to measure what's hard to measure, you know? So it's easy to, the obvious way to measure things in Hearthstone is to look at rank and to look at stats, right? How well did you do versus previous? Maybe one one, one, uh, one month you only played Odd Rogue and you hit rank four and your win rate was you know, 52% or whatever, and maybe the next m- month you hit rank two and your win weight was 52% again, you know, or the next month you you went back, you hit rank five and your win rate was slightly lower. Um, is that the proper way to to measure success? At some point it is, right? Because it gives you a quantitative analysis of of things, right? You can use direct numbers, uh, and compare them to see how those have changed over over the course of time, right? That is helpful, but uh, at the same time, it's also important that you measure the things that are intangible and not easy to measure, which is you know, qualitative analysis, right? Looking at well, I you know I did statistically, like things look pretty similar, so I haven't grown, I haven't changed. But is that the reality? Like maybe other things have changed. Are you still having fun playing the game? Were you mulliganing better? Did you feel confident in the matchups? You know, sometimes I play and I feel like, man, I got so lucky. I, you know, I won the game, but I didn't really know how I won or why I won. Has that changed? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know how what your win conditions are in these matchups? Do um, you have a mulligan guide now? You know, do you know what tech choices? work well? Do you know when to switch decks for your meta? Like, there are a bunch of different qualitative things that you can look at to determine if you've improved as a player, right? Also, the next thing is to measure results over a long period of time. um I, you know, Hearthstone is such a changing game to see the the the, the um the seasons reset every month, right, so it makes sense to use a month as a as a time frame to determine improvement over a short period of time. Now you could use an entire season to see how you improve, but with the way how dynamic with how dynamic hearthstone can be, I think that that sometimes it's just too long so I think a month is a ample uh ample amount of time to determine um how well you are uh a doing like if you're being successful right uh one thing that i want to stress here is and you've heard this in other podcasts before is try not to get caught up in uh being affected by losing streaks right and that this bothers me a lot okay because this 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 happens to me often and i go on tilt from this too so you know Let's take this season, for example. Taguagodrew started off at 17-1, and 17-2 or whatever. Climbed, hit a small losing streak. Wasn't really bothered by it. Four losses in a row, whatever. It's no big deal. You know, that's variance. It'll happen. I just need to try to play better and, you know, win the games that I can win. You know, could I have won one of those four games? Maybe. I don't know, right? Moving on. Season's going good. But slowly, you know, those losses are coming in more, you know? Next thing you know, hey, that that insane win rate is no longer insane. I've made a change to, slight change to the deck, and my win rate is just not not that good. It's closer to 60 percent. And then boom, it's that one day you lose four in a row, and you keep playing, and the next thing you know, you're down zero and eight, or you, you go two and nine, which is like how I ended one day. Boom, failure of a day. Now, based on that short term, that one 24-hour period, I failed. Two and nine. Horrible. Horrible. And I was disappointed. It made me feel horrible because here I am sitting, like, thinking, man, you know, I was feeling really good learning the deck. I feel like, I, you know, I know these matchups well. And then, man, you know, I just hit a string of bad games. And when I look back at those games, some of them were really bad matchups. And which I just, you know, either didn't play well or just got, you know, <laughs> you know, the guy drew the nuts. Right. And I, I lost. And you're going to hit streaks like that. You know, we played 150 games. There's going to be a point where there are some games that you couldn't have win or you couldn't have won. Right. um But, you know, hey, there, tomorrow's the next a new day. And you played them. You played a day after that. You played a day after that. And then I hit a eight game win streak or a 10 game win streak. And look at that, you know, I'm back over 50% uh, and I'm playing pretty good. I'm, I'm back down to rank two. You know, I was bouncing between rank three and rank four for oh, like 10 days. But, you know, I just got back on the grind, you know, focused, played more and did well, you know, made, tried to play as best as I could play. And the results reflected that. And now I'm back above uh, 50%. Now at 57% win rate, you know, Uh, and I'm feeling good. Like, and that's important. You can't get caught up in the day-to-day. Now, if over the course of 30 days, you went one in eight every day, then, the you know, based on whatever criteria, that could be a failure, right? Clearly, that's not doing really well. But over the course of all this time, I'm way over 500, you know, way over 50%. um, And I'm doing good. So I, I shouldn't be so hard on myself. Right. So, and the last thing is learning and adapting. So this one is a little more complicated to, to talk about, I guess, but, Things change, okay? Over time, the game changes. Over time, you change. Uh, and it's really important to, to know uh, or to be willing to, to change your view or your metrics and your goals in order to get to the next step. Uh, we're not at that point yet in Hearthstone, but there will come a time or maybe when you learn a new game, like maybe if you get interested in playing Artifact. You're going to have to learn how to adapt. Like, you know, maybe the, the principles and fundamentals of tempo and mana efficiency and strategy will change with a different game as, you know, obviously it's a different game. So the rules aren't exactly the same. And you're going to need to learn how to, to adapt to those and also adapt the metrics by which to measure success in those new fields as well. Uh, same thing with Hearthstone. When a new meta comes out, you're going to have to learn how to adapt to that, um, and and maybe cut down on your your metrics in terms of uh, measuring success there, because so many changes, you know, so many things changing. You can't always uh, you can't always be at the top. You know, sometimes luck is a factor. You just have to be as good as you can be as the player, right? And, you know, I think if you take all these things into consideration, like discovering your values, only comparing your own success to yourself, you know, just comparing you, yesterday's you to today's you, um, you know, measuring everything, whether it be qualitative or quantitative, you know, measuring results over an ample sample size of time, and then learning and adapting, con- you know constantly then you are going to be a much better player and you're a much happier player and i think sometimes we f- we get tilted and it's important to just look back on on those things and appreciate them for what they are you know and it you know like i said this you know this is a lesson that sometimes even if you know you just need to tell yourself right and and i'm telling myself this right now Because I have been unhappy since the second day uh, that I've played uh, Togwaggle Druid this month with how... I'm not the second day, the the second week with how I've played Togwaggle this month. And I felt that I've been playing it poorly. But now that I've looked at the metrics over time and the amount of time spent and the amount of games played, my current rank... You know, how I was, and I compare all of those to how I was playing the deck in September, or I'm sorry, in uh, August, I've definitely improved. And I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Now, at this point, I'm still like, you know, I still have a goal. I still want to maybe hit Legend playing only Taguago. I don't know if I will be able to do it, but I, I feel like there are so many positives that I can take away as a player. You know, I'm not playing at a 40% or 45% win rate. I'm playing way above that. I'm winning matchups that before I thought were unwinnable. I really thought Odd Rogue was like, man, you can't win that. But man, I am doing extremely better now. I'm 15 and seven with versus Odd Rogue. I could probably be better than that. You know, I started the season pretty poorly versus Zulak, and now I've brought that up to close to 500. I'm 15 and six. Uh, you know, Druid is still a tough one. Hunter, I, Hunter, I'm 12 and 14, which is you know that's above the curve of what most people say that matchup should be. So, I, you know, I'm playing pretty, pretty well. I think, and I've you know I put in 25 hours. That to me is the the toughest things, toughest thing to take out of it. I wish that I could have done this better over a shorter amount of time, but the reality is this is 150 games. You know, 25 hours with a slow deck, it doesn't seem too bad. And I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward now to the next deck or the next month where I try something else and, and, and see how else I can improve in a new type of archetype, right? Um, and that's why we're talking about this today, too, is because I haven't been playing other decks. So next month, um, I'm going to do most of my climb with Whizbang. I think that's what it's going to be. I've a poll going up on my my Twitter right now. So vote on the poll. You know, it'll end it'll end on the last day of the month. So whatever is the highest uh option there, that's what I'm going to play primarily. But I will also play a relatively large number of quest rogue and Odd rogue games to kind of help determine uh mulligans and strategies better with those two decks. I'm also going to do another session with Sipiwita. To, to help push that a bit. So, that will be future content you'll be able to look for uh next month in October. Uh that should be fun. Um and also next week I will be talking about the three or four top decks I think you should play coming into October for the for the October season. But yeah, this was just a short episode to kind of be like a morale booster for players who maybe aren't Enjoying Hearthstone as much, and yeah, you know, I don't know. Like, if your Hearthstone is not your game anymore, then don't play it. Like, if you're not having fun, don't don't forget why you play the game. And if it's not fun anymore, then you know maybe it's time to move on and try something else. There's no harm in that. No one's going to be upset about that, you know. But you know, also if you are if you're using success like you if you are not reaching what the metric is in your mind to be successful in the game, take a step back. But really, like if if you really put money into the game and time and commitment and passion, you owe it to yourself to accurately and as best as you can track the metrics which you determine your success with. Like I said, know what it is you want to track, why you play, what the values are that you want to improve on you know compare yourself to only yourself you know i think sometimes this is the hardest thing to do like i said sometimes we just get stuck up always looking at like a a pro player and saying man you know that guy uh you know you know he hit legend but you know he he played 500 games that's why he hit legend if i played 500 games i would hit legend stop doing that Stop making that comparison. Instead, you know, make the comparison to how you did the month before, you know, you know, how you have done this month in piloting a deck now. Like, are you improving? Are you getting better? What is it, you know? Also, man, what is up with my speaking? Like, also, (laughs) measure the things that are hard to measure, you know, the things that are not quantitative. Of course, measure stats. Those are good. You know, of course, measure... Win rates and, and, um, you know, time played and, you know, all those things, but also measure the qualitative things, right? You know, how confident were you in the matchup? How, how well did you feel that you knew what your opponent was going to do on his turns? Like, you know, were you able to identify different things? Were you having fun? You know, like, was, did Hearthstone feel like a grind or did it feel like a, uh, like you were in tune with the deck and your options and what you should do, like make that make make sure you do that. Also, make sure you ma- measure the results over the course of a month at least. And then, lastly, like I said, learn and adapt. And I think, I think if you can do these things, you know, you your Hearthstone experience is going to be better, definitely. So go out there, guys, win games, have fun. Um, yeah, and stay tuned for next week when we talk about. More deck stuff, right? We'll be in line with the top four decks to play come, coming in October, right? Good luck, guys.